0: Holy Spirit, thank You, thank You. You give us life. You are the source of all life on this earth. We just thank You. We thank You, Lord, that, uh, Lord, Your Word clearly says that when Jesus ascended, He united heaven and earth. He united heaven and earth. We just thank You, Lord God, through the cross, You reconciled heaven and earth. And we thank You, Lord God, that, that, Lord, all You call us to do is believe. To manifest the things that's already around us. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. That prayer went better than I thought it would. Because, I mean, I don't pre think prayers, but I just pray as I've, I've been a really, really productive day um, in the Spirit and uh, very excited about so many developments. Um, but just, I, I'm just so convinced. That there's so much of the body of Christ have no idea what's already taken place and they're waiting for the next thing. And this is, you know, it just says heaven and earth's been united. It actually says Jesus went into the lower parts of the earth and he led captivity captive. There was a place called paradise or Abraham's bosom where the righteous or people who were looking to the Saviour uh, were waiting, you know, uh, looking by faith in the future. And what happened is that people were looking for the Saviour before the Saviour came. So God gave them salvation on credit. So then he went down there and led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men and united heaven and earth. But it requires tomorrow with Luminate, I'm really going to talk about some very interesting interesting things about Tower of Babel. And you know, what happens is they're building a structure that was going to reach into the very heavens and it wasn't like they were just it's just some sort of like lazy engineering union driven project is these people believed they believed and this is the crazy thing because they were at, they were in, in a level of oneness right god said they will achieve their purposes and so what we have was we have a united heaven and a united earth and we have the, we have this incre- well, reconciled we have the, and we've got to make sure i really believe because because I believe we're, we're, uh, uh, um, uh, we've we're got to, as I say, we've got to remember the future. We actually, they, they, God's already won and we've got to work out what He's already done so we can back engineer the victory to manifest on this earth. Because we're just, the, the, the church has become, there's been like a, a misdirection and we're looking for future stuff and all that. And the Lord says, you just do not understand what took place to the, on the cross. We don't understand the spirit of Christ on the earth through His through His Holy Spirit. And so what we have with that background is the Lord says, I want you to take territory. I want you to take territory. If we don't take territory, territory's been taken on us. Nothing is static. Nothing is static. You know, no relationship is static. It's always growing and moving and progressing and dare I say, evolving. Something that's really interesting is that when people get married, generally speaking, they they say they've got to navigate three major life seasons, young love, then building a life together, and then growing old together. So those things aren't constant, because sometimes what we tend to do, it can happen with men, is when people get married, and someone settles down and the settle settling down looks like one of the two choose not to grow and then you have a, a disparity almost because someone's chosen not to grow and someone is really growing and then you got it, it, it's very interesting so nothing is static every congreg every marriage is not static every relationship is not static every Every uh, 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 congregation is not static, it's alive. it has its own uh, it's, it's greater than the sum of its parts. It is the body of Christ, it, it is the ecclesia. And so we cannot be in a place where we're like, "You know, this is my station, I'm a member of such and such." and this is what I believe." And my na-. it doesn't work like that, is that we get saved and we go deeper into salvation, so we get saved to the uttermost. The Lord uh, uh, Paul prays that that we would be God would sanctify us wholly, spirit, soul, and body. So, so with that, we need to know that everything's always moving, and when we aren't moving, things are moving on us. And remember, the backdrop is the absolute complete victory and the unite the, the absolute uh, uh, reconciliation of the heavenly dimensions and the earth. I find it interesting that uh, in Isaiah's time. Uh, the, 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 the the seraphim said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. And he says, the whole earth is full of His glory. But the Habakkuk says, the knowledge of the glory, that, that's back then. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. So it's almost like the knowledge and believing who the Lord is and what He's already done actually unlocks the manifestation of the glory. So this is what's exciting. Because... Taking territory doesn't look like white knuckle fever. It wasn't a lot like that. That, ah. You know, what you have is that at the moment, there's some really amazing things taking place with people winning souls. There's happening in a lot of different places. And I really, he who wins souls is wise. Please be a soul winner. You know, uh, um, uh, it's amazing. And then people look, introverts look at soul winners or evangelists go, I don't know how they do it. You know, or someone who's got fear, or like, oh, I don't know how they do it. And, and sometimes there is someone who has a, 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 um, almost an evangelist type personality, right? Um, and you could say lack of peripheral awareness or social. And that's true, because you've got to have more front than David Jones, right? And you just go up to someone and you know, do you believe in that? Like, there's, there's a time and a place for that, right? But what we, what, 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 rather than just like letting a, a handful of soul winners, we've actually got to, we've actually got to s- uh, see the kingdom of God manifest through every single believer, and it is about taking territory. And so I just feel that you know, like we have, you have recently. I mean, <laughs> last week is they changed or repealed the 1910 holiday. Holidays Act, I think it is. I think, did I write this down? The, Hol- the Public uh, the Hol- Holiday Act or Public Holiday Bill, 1910. And so what you have is that, so they've re- removing the names from the, keeping the holidays, <laughs> keeping the holidays of Australia Day, but not calling it Australia Day anymore in South Australia, uh, Anzac Day and Christmas Day, Right? And then what happened, we just heard today or yesterday that the, the, the Labour government is now going to reverse that in the new year. You're going, what the heck? Why go through all of that hoo-ha to remove the names and then to reinstate them? I'll tell you why. It's because right now we have the appearance of democracy and the levels of democracy. But there really is an agenda. What happens is you... You actually put something out there and obviously the public outcry was so great. They measured it, they they read the room. They read the room. Now, if people just go, well, Jesus is coming and just, well, it's just the way it is. Then everything gets taken away. Are you hearing me? Because first you take away a name which talks about its significance and it brings things into remembrance. Now, I'm not, I am not Mr. Christmas. Okay? But I tell you what I do. I celebrate the fact that it brings people together around the world, remembering the Lord who would never usually remember the Lord. I'm not going to bang on about sort of like you know demonic this, that, and the other. I celebrate the glass. You take Christmas, happy holiday, you know, and and Christmas is it can be a very very powerful time for God to move on people and to remember. But you remove the name first. So so the point I'm making is this. It's something so brazen, right? Something so brazen and it's over the top. It's over the top. Can you, imagine, can you imagine saying that that would happen 10 years ago because people have been conditioned to slumber? Now, I met with someone who's very, very influential and involved in a lot of political and business spheres. And they say this person said to me, Todd, they're from Europe. Why is Australia asleep? Why? Why? And, they, and she said, because we've never been in a war in our land. You live in Europe, you, don't, you can't afford to sleep, you know. And uh, uh, we're talking like hectic stuff. Now, either what will happen, we will press into the Lord and we will become awake by the Holy Ghost or we'll be forced to wake up in crisis. Take your pick. Now, I say this to Max, my dad said it to me. There's an easy way and there's a hard way to learn. Take your pick, take your pick. See, so Jesus, <laughs> you know, if you throw yourself on the rock, you'll be broken, but if it falls on you, you'll be crushed. And so that's probably not the best, the best parallel. But what we have right now, is that we don't, that we're talking about that evangelist person, we don't have to have that like this and I've got a witness to everybody like this. You know, I've I've, I've been there. There's a time and a place there and I'll tell you, he wins souls as wise, seriously. But basically is that we've actually got to realise, we're going to press into the Lord and know what's already taking place. Remember, consciousness is being awake and aware of your surrounds. And so I feel what I'm talking about tonight is going to spill into next year. It's not a summary I wouldn't say, what's the vision for, I'm not that guy. Now, I remember one time I said, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I remember years ago, someone comes up, people go, do you interpret dreams? I go, no. And I kept saying no. And I remember one time, uh, uh, the, do you interpret dreams? This is a long, long, I mean, I've been interpreting dreams for about eight years now, by the grace of God. And uh, someone came up to me. And do you interpret dreams? No. Well, anyway, the dream started like this. And I'm like, and then as they're telling me, God told me what it meant before we even finished the dream. Like this. And I'm like, all right. So I'm open. Anyway, I remember, I'm, I don't get a vision for every year. It doesn't work like that. I'm not, I don't believe God's locked into the Gregorian cycle, you know? And as I remember saying that one week, and the very next week, Lord goes, well, here's the word for the year. <laughs> So he's breaking my um, my boxes, I suppose. But anyway, I feel that, that, that this is actually burning on the inside of me because it's it's actually it's very exciting. This is not a, a steal yourself type of a thing. But I wanna I wanna talk about about if we're not taking territory territory's been taken on us. That's actually our default. If you do if you want to live a, a pressure free life, you've got to change planets. Because it's not going to happen here. You'll happen. You'll get. You'll, you'll experience pressure through overcoming, or pressure and being defeated. Which pressure do you want? Rachel says, "You know, you're going to have uh, 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 choose your hard. Do you want the hard, hard and failure, or the hard and having a hard and having a go? You know." So this is this is really interesting. Now, this is I'm going to talk about some nuances of absolute what we would consider the 101s. Now, can you imagine? I want you. Can you imagine if like um, the Lord said, okay, I want you to make sure you go out and uh, um, hang on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give, give a good example. If God gave you basic, basic basic, instructions and you didn't do them and then you wondered why everything didn't work out, like that's craziness. Because we've got to make sure we don't let religion and churchianity obscure reality. We cannot so let's go, into the, let's go into something really, really basic that the Lord's told every believer to do. Believer, okay. So, and He said to them, go into all the world and preach the Gospel to every creature. And that word can be, to, can be uh, some, some interpret it as all creation. So that's interesting to every creature. So, you know, and, and remember it talks about, you know, taking authority all, all all the creeping things. And He said, yes, I'm called to minister to creeps. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, 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 but, but you go, what does that even look like? But, you, but, but some places interpret it as all creation. So start, we're starting to go a little bit cosmic. You know, we read it in the Great Commission, but it's starting to get cosmic here. So, what does that actually look like? So, go, a gospel to every creature, yes? He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe won't be as happy. And these signs <laughs> will follow those who believe. And it keeps going about believing, believing. In my name, we've been talking about in, in the Lord's name, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. Now, obviously, uh, there's some churches in the southern states of America have, have believed, you know. I've seen some great, <laughs> one of the heads of those churches like, look at this, praise the Lord, you know, neck minute and uh, and, and, you know, He didn't have enough faith, right? (laughs) Pick up, you know, church handling, uh, church handling, church handling snakes. Um, Snake handling churches. Has anyone been to a snake handling church? You have? You led one? I'm kidding, no, no. (laughs) Oh my God, give us your going in there. All of a sudden it's sort of like, you're like into the praise and you're going, oh, Someone's on a tambourine. No, it's a rattler. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Who let the anaconda in? Anyway, <laughs> spread a python. Uh. <laughs> Look, Paul did get bitten in the book of Acts. And they 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 thought this man's cursed. He's he's fooled everybody, but not the curse. And they're watching him, waiting for him to die. Next minute, he's a god. You know. (laughs) So you know (laughs) that was a bipolar bunch. But um, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, even cold coffee, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So you have here is that Jesus ascended and they were on the earth, but it says, We also ascended with him and he worked through them. That's really, really important. And so. We we preach to all of creation or preach to every creature. That's not just soul winning. That's very, very interesting. I don't want to drill down on the aspect of it. But then you have, you've got the sons of God in Romans 8. And if you have a look at a real maybe a fulcrum or a, a pinnacle of new covenant reality is that all of creation is waiting for the revealing of mature believers and they're called sons. And those sons actually, actually are called to work with the Lord so that the Lord is in them in a spirit of oneness and change everything. Everything. Go everywhere, change everything. If we don't go everywhere and change everything, then the, we have the precedent, which is our example in the Old Testament. If you don't deal with this, they will become thorns in your sight. And what happens is that too much of the church now is being hedged in by thorns because we're not being active. We, the, 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 and one of the things, and we've got we to make sure we don't have the mentality, is what difference can I make? And if you have multitudes thinking that, you actually have paralysis through deception or laziness, which is fear. So if I have a look right now, and we've got uh, a labour, federal labour government in, part, in partnership with the, the red. The, uh, um, Peter Costello used to call the Greens the red under the bed. They're not the, they're not under the bed anymore. All right, um, but basically bringing digital ID, uh, they will have the numbers for that at this stage. And what happens? You know, the, you know, gaslighting. Uh, you know, for example, uh, you know, last government, Liberal, have to say it, uh, Morrison. Um, basically. Said, you know, the, the vaccination will not be compulsory. Won't make anyone have it. Yet, if you don't get it, you can't do anything and work. That sort of gaslighting, feces. I'm serious. Gets me furious. Because what happens? What happens is if we're like, oh, we bludge that bullet. No, it's precedent, and it's a it's a, it's a dry run for other things. Did you notice that things started to open up when there were mass protests across Australia on a given? It's maybe two-week period. Two weeks later, everything got repealed because they're waiting to see if people are awake or not. And so then we were basically what we have, after they've got misinformation bill, they're treading more carefully with that. Uh, that's probably going to go through. They got the numbers for that through to go through next year so the government get to decide what's truth and what's not. And a lot of the things that around COVID that people said, you know, lockdowns are ineffective, masks are ineffective, blah, 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 blah. And that was misinformation. The point being is this. If we don't overcome, we will be overcome. And you've got heaven and earth united already. All heaven and earth has been given to me, Jesus said. Therefore you go. So there's that divine partnership. And I want us to see it in the in the lens of governing with the Lord. As opposed to, because I because I, honestly, I'm gonna, let's just, just I, I get so excited. I just start revelating before the next Scripture. And I'm, it's the next Scripture. All right, so Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, in the multiverse, everywhere, every dimension, Jesus has authority. So we can read that like in the sky and on the ground. No, 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 everywhere, everywhere. The na- every- everything must bow their knee to the name of Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, I, there are some things that are outside of my bandwidth. There are UFOs, they're calling them something else now. I don't know if they've flown around by, people back engineered whatever. There was a full-on, <laughs> massive argument. They had two pastors in America debating hollow a uh, 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 flat Earth and whatnot. And we got, got nasty. They'll throw microphones at each. Like we're talking hectic. We're talking about talking about missing it, right? You know what? I, I believe I believe much of the Western perspective of reality is false. However, uh, 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 we've, the main thing is we've got to keep the main thing the main thing. Okay, so I, I you know what? If you can believe it, it probably exists. Okay, and there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that is always always has already been. But it's like. It, 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 there's just so much craziness going on. But we we'll go, go back to that last bit here. All authority in the multiverse. So if it, something exists, it's bowing the knee to Jesus. It's bowing the knee to Jesus, okay? So in, the, in heaven and earth, yep. Go therefore, with this in mind, with the, with, with the fact that Jesus has complete authority in the multiverse, now in this context, you go and be an ambassador, a representative, a king, a priest, and rule and reign because not only is Jesus in you, but you're in Him, and you're doing it from a heavenly dimension because heaven and earth have been reconciled, and so He can feel the so the fullness of Him will feel all in all. Okay, so if we don't if we don't lay a hold of that, remember with Babel, they would have believed what they were doing, and God took them so seriously He confused them so it wouldn't get done. We've got to make sure that we actually believe what happened on the cross and took place as opposed to just some sort of creed and some sort of reciting it, you know. Um, go therefore and make disciples of the nations, baptising in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you and I, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, amen. So go into all the nations. So that looks like, that looks like discipling all the nations and that looks like something. So so discipling the nations, either you're going to go, look, remember Jesus said, He did a high priestly prayer and He said, Lord, I don't just pray for these ones, but I pray for all of the ones that will believe through their word. So it's a multi-generational prayer. Jesus is praying that in John 17. Part of that prayer, Father, I pray you do not take them out of the world. Very specific, but keep them from the evil one. So going into all the world isn't just, it's going to end at any second. And we're just going to just win souls. That's fine. Because it's all going to end. Now that's very important because if you you think it's all going to end, then if I win souls or not, it's still going to end. Right? What could happen is, what if we just win souls? What if we just win souls? He who wins souls is wise. Those who lead, those who are wise shall shine and those who lead many to righteousness forever and ever. But what you have is that you've seen through government, a small group of people in influential places can shut down every church unless leaders are prepared to die or go to jail. And so we've seen, we've seen that coming through the government gate. So you go, teach everything, disciple them in everything I've taught you. And so we just go, win souls. Now, please, I'm not hacking on soul winning. You've got to win souls. I've won, I honestly have won thousands and thousands of people to the Lord. And and when I'm not running filled with Dreams and doing what I do, that's I, I, I witness to people all the time and, and you know, lead people to the Lord. It's, it's indispensable reality. However, what is heaven like? Heaven has government. Heaven has wisdom. Heaven has the arts. Heaven has creativity. Heaven has different levels of creation. Uh, in heaven, there's still education going on. All sorts of different things. And so we've got to take those dynamics and we've got to see that land on the earth. Can someone say, Amen? So that involves a full court press, holistic uh, 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 approach because I'm led to believe, I've, I've, I've done enough research, I'm almost certain of this, but there was a mighty move of God in North Korea um, the beginning of the 20th century in Pyongyang. Move of God, like, like souls and all sorts of moving in the spirit. And the communists come in and just crush that whole thing. And so, what you have is you've got a lot of saved people, and I don't know what happened there, but obviously, it hasn't worked out that great for North Korea the last hundred years. I mean, pretty hectic to be honest, or, or eighty years, should I say? So this is why either we're, we're taking territory, or territory's been taken on us. We've just talked. We're looking now. You've got to look. You cannot be the frog slowly boiling in the pot. The fact that digital ID, misinformation is as Orwellian, Orwellian as it gets. You've got to stand back, stand out of, step out of Australian slumbers, you'll be right, right? And go, can you believe this is happening in my generation and my watch? This is why we actually have to make sure. Oh, oh yeah, God. <sighs> okay. We just read something yesterday. Nicola Spurrier. Nicola Spurrier. Right, uh, health officer. So, so I think she was—I uh, think—pediatrician uh, uh, um, or something like that. I think that's where her area of expertise. She's a professor. So I don't want to, you know, denigrate education. However, is that now she's an expert on the climate, and she's just—they've just run a story in the *Advertiser*, um, uh, *Harvey Norman Times*, and. Um, <clears throat> Basically, basically, she, she says right now, South Australia or everywhere, and this is a new word, you're gonna hear this more, we're in a perma crisis, all right? So that's not necessarily a hair disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're in permanent crisis. Now, this is the same clowns trying to speak through a de- declarative governing gates. So so what, what happened, right, is that when I went to America, they were like, <laughs> they were like, um, when I was going and I was speaking to Dan DeVal, and I go, they're, they're trying to re-release COVID. Legit. Like, 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 and and, 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 and um, TSA officials and, and border patrol, all that sort of stuff. I mean, if you're coming through the Mexico, but if you're flying from a developed nation, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, go figure. But they were starting to reboot that because the media started running with it and shops started stocking masks. And you know what the people went in Texas? Nah, we're not gonna do it. And then it died. It died. They said, we're not, we're not, we're not gonna do it. It's, no, it just didn't take. People, we're not doing that again. So now they're pushing some sort of like, we're pushing some sort of uh, 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 pneumonia-type deal and whatever. And I'm not saying, oh, there aren't some sick people or children somewhere. But what happens is this, is that is that unless we're taking territory, territory's been taken on us. And that's on our watch. That's on our watch. And, and, and so we've got to realise that we're in fighting the fight of faith, but we're fighting from certainty, but we cannot, we cannot lean into slumber and be deceived. Now, so what I wanna talk about is... Um, <clears throat> Not this white-knuckle, unsustainable, soulish mania. That's unsustainable. We all get pumped uh, um, after conferences and different things. Conferences are important in context, all right? And and people go to so many conferences, their life is a conference, but they're probably not overcoming. You don't have time to absorb the information and and, and ground it out, right? There's some new revelation that I'll never manifest. And anyway, so... It's like having books you never read. Anyway, um, what's really interesting is that, and this is something that's really like deep inside of me, is Zechariah 4.6, not by might, it is not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And we need to know God's wisdom, God's strategies, God's intel, and what it is to do things primarily from the heavenly place where we're already seated and how to move things from that dimension and then everything we do action-wise is just corresponding action to what we already believe and have achieved in the Spirit. It's not by my power, but by my Spirit says the Lord. How's this for super fascinating? When you look at an atom, an atom has a nucleus, And it's got electrons going all around it, but an atom, the the physical matter part of an atom is tiny. Most of the space around an atom, around the matter, so you go, that's matter, okay, it's physical. But an atom, most of it is space, that is vibration, frequency, resonance and energy. That's the realm of the Spirit. So the realm of the Spirit is so much more vast than the physical world of matter. So we've got to get acquainted with that dimension that is so much more vast and superior and invasive and rule from that place where the nucleus are spinning around in this realm of the Spirit and rule over matter. Who thinks that's a good thing? So you start to see that. And then we start to seek, you know, uh, uh, um, by faith, this is what they did. Because they didn't get caught up in the matter. They got more caught up, you could say, for argument's sake, for the, uh, uh, the electrons and, and the frequency and the resonance of the wisdom of God, the, the glory of God, the anointing, the healing power. You see, miracle after miracle. But when you get stuck in that tiny thing called matter, you can never overcome it. You're stuck in the matrix. So, that's, this is really, really important. So, we need to know what it is to move things in the spirit. Now, we're talking about taking territory. You need to know, you didn't, hmm, hang on, careful for my words. You might not be aware of this, but this is what God is aware of you, right? Revelation chapter 3, verse 21. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. So no one is sitting on any throne unless they're already royalty. You're hearing what I'm saying? So uh, I heard Brian Simmons once says, you know, God puts a crown on your head and He gets you to grow up into it. That's nice. But what you got here is you go, yes, if I really hang in there at the end of my life, I stand before the Lord, I get to sit on Jesus' throne. Really? Really? Well, I find it interesting that in Ephesians 2, it actually says we've already been raised up to be seated with Him. So we, th- th- this is what the, the church is constantly pushing things into the future and they wonder why they can't manifest or overcome. They're stuck in matter and they can't, you know what I'm saying? So we're already, so, so we're seated. What are we sitting on? A couch? Kitchen chair? A puff? Who remembers puffs? We used to have a puff. What are they called now? Ottoman. <laughs> that's where that's just cultural generational. You're not sitting on a puff. It was common. Oh great. Take your feet off the puff. Okay? Yes, ma'am. You're not sitting in a bean bag. You're sitting on a throne. You're sitting on a throne. Don't make that a real. <laughs> Someone will. Uh, hang on. And so and so when you engage the realm of the spirit when you're, and raised us up and got us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ, with Christ, you overcome that. that we've, got to, we've got to start to see that there's so many things that are now that are coming at us that we can't take all up in one bit because of the natural mind. So God unf- un- unrolls it, but we think it's the future. There's so much in the now, He can only articulate one concept at a time. And so what we've, we've got such a narrow band. We got, yeah, that's one day. Well, what happens then is that it says it's already, this, is, this is past. This is already taken place. And so uh, um, this is what's so cool. It says the government will be on Jesus's shoulders. It says that on Isaiah. It's, it's not on your shoulders. It's not on my shoulders. I'm diligent and I hang out with the Lord a lot. But i tell you right now, this church, number one, He's building it. Number two, it's on his shoulders. And you can bear witness, I don't act like a person who has the weight of the world on his shoulders. I will not, it's not my calling. I take, take the, the yoke of the Lord, he's easy and light, right? And he's, gent- he's, he's gentle. And, and you know, is great? David said the Lord's gentleness made him great. David was like, you know, killer. Anyway, and so, so when we start to realise That taking territory is the government's on his shoulders, but what happens, we're already royalty sitting on a throne with him because we've already been raised up in heavenly places. And so it goes even further. This is about, this is the ultimate. It's being in heavenly places because you already are, it's being conscious of it, a consciousness which is being awake and aware of your surrounds. And then he does it through you. Remember, they went and took territory with all of creation. And the Lord worked with them the accompanying signs. Revelation chapter two, I love this one. He who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. That's weird, I thought Jesus was ruling the nations with a rod of iron. Doesn't it say in Revelation 12 that the child who who ruled the nations with a rod of iron will ascend to the throne? But then it says, you're ruling the nations with a rod of iron. You start to see God can only communicate one concept at a time. And so we've got to actually, I'm not saying we're conflating these things. We're not conflating them at all, which is an illegitimate combination. But what was taking place is it says that the believer or him who overcomes shall rule them with a rod of iron. Now, if you're not trying to take territory, you're definitely not gonna overcome. So it's that people engaging who they are and what they're called to do. He shall rule them with a rod of iron and they shall be dashed to pieces like a potter's vessel as also I receive from my Father and I will give him the morning star. That is a good bonus. And then it's, so then it says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The Holy Spirit is, is saying this to the churches that we're called to govern. Now, I know, I know that I know, I've heard it from the Lord. I am an ascension gift, yay. all right. And there's meant to be due honour, which is great. I'm about getting on with the job. Most people in the body are not ascension gifts and that's fine. So what's come through, whether it's conscious, subconscious, overt, covert, complicit, implicit, it's been spelled out binary or it's implied, is that you've got the ministry and then you've got everybody else. You've got to be a leader. And what we've got to change our mindset is we've got to change our mindset to royalty and governance Royalty and governance, royalty and governance, and by the way, royalty rule they don 't do democracy you don 't ask a demon if he feels like coming out <laughs> remember there 's you know two with me and one with you, you know what i 'm saying like like, like, like it doesn 't work that way, and so're we're, we 're we're actually this this royalty is connected to, and we 're talking. We're talking benevolent. We're not talking tyrant. But I will tell you what, right now, God will establish righteousness and justice on the earth through His through His body. He really, really will. And so, so we, we, if we're not taking territory, territory has been taken on us. I think. I think. Real big deal was the whole referendum that we just had. That was a massive result because to overturn overturn the um, uh, uh, constitution what. Was, well will that be? That's that's not easy, because that'd probably be, have to be referendum again. But I tell you what, there's a lot of bad laws. This is this is this is my this is my appeal to people of a more conservative nature. Is I had a conversation with someone yesterday about this. We we need people in government who have to be prepared to repeal. Bad laws. Did you know that most people in South Australia do not know that a law was passed in 21 that you can kill a baby up to the day of its birth? Most people don't know that. Most people don't know that. And so there has to be, there has to be the guts, the courage. But you know what? If you're hanging with the Lord, you're hanging with the King of Kings, There's no boldness or courage because you're, you're, you know, you're with with the King of Glory. That's the difference. But they have to be prepared to repeal bad laws and not just and just this appeasement. We got we got we just don't go far, and we need to see God manifest in Australia. Can someone say Amen? We really, really, really do. And we got it's about taking territory. So with territory is you need intel or intelligence. Okay. Very, very important. Um, I remember, uh, and it won't be my last visit, but I remember going to the Churchill War Rooms. I was so moved. <clears throat> and you start to see the development of World War II. Very moved at how God used Winston Churchill. And Guy was, he was amazing, but he had failed. He, he, he'd made some decision. Well, no, he, he felt that, that when he put the strategy through for Gallipoli, he felt that the failure was in the hesitation. Okay, so that's, that's, <coughs> that's got plausibility around it. We got this guy who had had battles in life and some victories, but in some failures. And, and, and let's just be upfront, Winston Churchill was an alcoholic because he wouldn't have coffee in the morning. He would start with Paul Roger, champagne. What do you do back in the morning? Bubbles, bubbles, my bubbles. And <laughs> it's the way it is. And then you, you, like he smashed it. I mean, honestly, like if he gave blood, <laughs> you know, you're lying there, sort of like, you know, you know. Anyway, what happened is that how God used such a flawed vessel and to 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 pretty much be an indispensable and an instrumental part to make sure the UK was not overtaken, or the Western world the developed world, well no well, the other parts were developed worlds but but not overtaken by the the Nazi dogma the ideology, the genocide etc. And he was pretty pretty smart because people like him and George Patton of of uh, the US and. Uh, Died in a pretty innocuous car accident right after the war finished. Do you do your homework? <clears throat> we said the real problem we're going to have is communism. So it's not Nazi; it's, it's, it's communism. And so, basically, we went to the Churchill War Rooms, and you actually start to see the strategy behind everything. They'd get their intel in, and, and quite early in the war, I think as early as 1941, they cracked the Enigma code. They were able to intercept. Intercept the communications of the Germans where the u boats were positioned, etc. So, so when you're overcoming, taking territory, or defending, or or, 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 you know, going to all the world, you need intel. If you do generics really well, that could be enough. But I tell you what, right now, this is why we want to join the spirit of faith with the spirit of prophecy. I think I, I think that, that, that I would rather get the generics right. If I had to choose one over the other, but why not have both? Why not have both? You know, can't have, wait around, and wait for a word of the Lord, you know, and, and, and doing nothing. You know, there are people who need to, who need to hear the gospel. So, so, just even I think very early in, in, in Churchill's tenure, Dunkirk, and what you know, and then then what happened? That King George called a national day of prayer. And churches were filled everywhere. It was better than Sunday after 9/11 in America. That place filled, all right. But they prayed. People who never went to church were praying to God. And so you, and then you had Reese Howes and his intercessors. So that's really, really interesting. But that that intel is 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 completely, completely important because what happens is you save casualties. And what also happens is that God gets you to strike strike to the heart of the matter. Uh, even Normandy is the Germans didn't think it was gonna be that part of the coast. And so that was one of the reasons they got a little bit of a jump on them. So anyway, you know, you've got examples of this because I think we're coming back into this where the prophetic will work with government and we'll start to see strategy. Who wants to see that? As opposed to just building a ministry where we see the prophetic work with government. Now it is happening, if the prophetic are working with government, you probably don't know about it. And if someone's telling you who they're seeing and what they're advising, then they're probably not doing it. You know? And so Elisha, it was able to tell his king, where the Syrians were going to attack, because his spirit would go supernaturally. You read it in Kings. His spirit, Second Kings, would go into the king's war room and know where they were going to attack the, uh, 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 Israel and warn them, and they were always prepared. So the king goes, "All right, something's not right here. We're going to now do battle plans in my very bedroom, my chambers." And Elijah goes, "No problem. I've watched the movie Minister at Goats." And and he goes right in there and he gets a strategy. So you start, and, and, and obviously that leads to the famous story where the Assyrians came in and, and God struck them with blindness and chariots of fire everywhere. You know, interesting. Did all those chariots of fire, you, could, you know, one angel could destroy the earth. One angel. we took. talking, I don't, this is not a fair fight. But if we stay dumb and ignorant, it's gonna to be, to be tough. So did those chariots of fire, were they always there and his awareness activated them or did his awareness uh, bring them in or were they always there? Isn't that an interesting question? Do you, you probably have no idea how many angels are around you. But if you're ignorant and you're stuck in the one particle of matter, eh, that's a that's uh, 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 1% of reality. So you start to look at you do research, do the the the, the double slit experiment, the particle wave, the observational type stuff, is that when we get stuck in the natural world and caught in the matter, we're not realizing that all the waves of energy and life and frequency around us, we're meant to be established there so we can rule over the matter. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So I never forget my wife, she says, I'm the war guy. Look, I just happen to like camouflage. I just do, and not I'm not, I'm not I'm like I start you know, wearing self-appointed badges and all this sort of stuff. Well, it's best dad, you know, and all this. It's like, what well, well, I am wearing, epic. But uh, <laughs> they got nothing to do with this. I just like the t-shirt. Um, but she's the she's not the war person. And she goes, I had this 2018, I think, had this really unusual dream, and this is what the dream was. She saw bodies everywhere. <laughs> She goes, I don't know what they were. They were like white igloos. Maybe like, like, I don't know. I didn't think she said Red Cross on it, but like white igloos and bodies everywhere. <clears throat> and in the dream, the thing that stood out was the words failed intel or failed intelligence. And we're like going, okay, who's thinking about what would happen in 2020, in 2018? Failed intel. And then one day we're driving in the car into the city we go past Victoria Park and we look at the vaccination station she goes that's exactly what I saw in the dream who knows we need intel so if I was going to get one thing right I'll get the spirit of faith right because that's very powerful we can change the world with that but why not combine it with the, 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 the spirit of prophecy so we need intel you guys doing okay good and so what you have right now, you've got people who've got complications around the world. Average death's up 20%. Media don't really like to cover it because they're owned by the same people. And they're saying a lot of people, this is big, you know, people that 20% excess deaths and other conditions. I'll tell you what right now, it's almost like, you know, sometimes it's like you, you could swear that your ringtone on your phone's turned to an ambulance siren. It's just all the time. I'll talk to people like, you can hear ambulance all the time. It's hectic. You never used to get eight year olds die from heart attacks, did you? And yet, what happens because we're in a war that doesn't necessarily have borders like it used to have, yet, people are dying of climate change. Pause and meditate. Or you know, or, 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 or you know, they had the flu two years ago, and this is what's kill, killing people. It, it, this is really, really happening, friends. But failed intel leads to failure, and so uh, and, and it was for God to say that to my wife. I'm going, wow, what was I doing that night? Anyway, so I want to get into a prophetic encounter that God has highlighted all over again. So I think this would have been 2000, probably. Wow, 2016 or 17. It's a very supernatural dream. I I'm I'm picked someone up from the airport and I'm driving down West Terrace and the person in the car was going, I'm so excited, I've always wanted to come to Adelaide. Now, <clears throat> that's something you wouldn't have heard 10 years ago, um, maybe even five years ago. And so they used to pay you to come here. Anyway, so... <clears throat> unless you're a drunk. Um, and so, I oh, hear yeah, the Barossa's great, you know. <laughs> Even McLaren Vale. And so, what you got, no, no, this, this is how they market it, right? You, just, you, you never saw an SA grape without a big grape in front of it. So, um, so what happened, I'm going down, this person goes, I've always wanted to come to Adelaide, this is amazing, like this. And we started turning, going up North Terrace and I'm seeing crazy modern high-tech buildings mixed with heritage buildings. And I'm like, am I in Adelaide or New York? Now, trust me when I say New York's light is dimming. Okay, we're talking that place is hectic, what's taking place in New York. Uh, You know, all the songs they used to sing about San Francisco, they're not singing anymore. This is really happening. We're we're talking, how, how quick can... A city or a city state lose its luster. This, they're, they're doing it now. It's happening now. So it's like Adelaide was like New York. And what took place, what took place was, I'm just going, wow. And I knew Adelaide was the center, world leader in technology, engineering, the arts, finance, government, spiritual. I'm just like going, I was, impre- I was impressed, right? And I remember. It was. I was driving up North Terrace, and I come out of it, and I'm like, "What the heck? That was really intense." Going, I'm thinking, "Now I don't didn't know then what I know now." I'm going, "Is that Adelaide in the future?" And so, what happens? I believe I believe that I saw God's original design. I saw God's blueprint. Now, now I do. Look, 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 look. I've had my eyes opened to a, a point, probably to a point of frustration. But I remember there's maybe two to three times I went to move from Adelaide because I found that there was no vision or leadership or spine. (laughs) I got frustrated. I got frustrated with the conservative backwards. You got a generation of people that worked out well for them, but there's nothing for the youth. I got so frustrated. I I literally, I was so close to moving to Sydney at one stage and the law said no. And then I was just like, okay, so I'm in the naughty corner, thank you. And the Lord said to me, Todd, you cannot love whatever you don't, or you cannot minister to whatever you don't love. He said, what you've got to do is you've got to see how I see Adelaide. You've got to see the scroll. You've got to see the original design and superimpose it over what is and start to prophesy it and start to see it. That's how you've got to see everything. You have to see it with God's eyes. And I started to see that blueprint. I'm going, what the heck? And trust me when I say, I am not that enamored with the last government or this government. That's why I'm involved in government. Okay? But things are changing. Things are changing. We had the first net migration in 30 years, like last year or the year before. Things are changing. And so I, I saw this, I'm going, wow, this is crazy. Now, this is what I didn't know at the time. I remember uh, speaking to a guy called Dexter Lowe. Who knows Dexter? Mm-hmm. Talking to me about this part, um, there was a stronghold in Malaysia, and there was witch doctors and all this sort of stuff. And what they did is that they did spiritual warfare in a. There was a mountain witch doctor; it was a power source of all sorts of evil. What happened is they did some ministry, right? And he talked about ley lines, and this is really, really interesting. And he said, ministry here had an impact up there and this witch doctor got completely defeated. But when we shut down the power source from this part of the ley line, you go, what are ley lines? Who's ever heard of ley lines? Wave to me. Preaching to the choir. This is for you guys. Okay. So there was a guy in the beginning of the 20th century, can't remember his name, he's British, but he started writing about ley lines. And he started seeing that all significant, Monuments, even churches, uh, godly, ungodly used to run on straight lines. They even used to have markers that would go over hills in straight lines. Because he didn't understand it, but there were literally roads, lines of supply, lines of communication that were in the spiritual world. That carried greater frequency and open portals. That if you establish something on that line, you would have greater access to success or open heavens, etc. If you have a look, they built that, 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 that like, like, like from Stonehenge all the way through to cathedrals, the whole bit. It's all around the world to the point where you can draw a straight line, I believe, almost. This is not in order. Boston, Washington, New York, maybe either Baltimore or Philadelphia, I can't remember. It's just a straight line. And it might even go straight up to UK. Why? Because they understood this. Because people always weren't living with a, a smartphone in front of them that made them dumb. And passive, it's more passive. It's great to have the information, but when you're always in front of a device, It just, just sort of like, uh, oh, one plus one, hang on, give me a Google it. So, so what happens, I'm going, it's telling me, I'm going, this is crazy. This is crazy. You know, like, like, like. but what's happening, go, wow, well, that's a bit controversial. No, indigenous here call them song lines. They have for thousands of years. Indigenous call them song lines. In Europe, they're called dragon lines. Okay, so you go, this is interesting. So here I am, everything's on North Terrace. And I go, wow, everything's on North Terrace. Government and the universities, the library, the museum, the Freemasons, uh, the Botanic Gardens, the, you know. And what happened is I started to see that, that so you go, what are they? So, so I want you to picture that you've got Jerusalem and Jacob, Jacob's ladder, Bethel, a uh, 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 house of God, gates of heaven. There is a horizontal portal. That's dimensional. Height, width, depth to know the love of Christ. It's not just horizontal, it's vertical. So we have an open heaven over filled of dreams. Can someone say amen? Something's been carved out. So then what happens when that power manifests, it's got to be distributed out so if you have a, a centre of intel in the war, even if it's temporary, then you've got to have roads sending out supplies, intel and communications. So if you, so what comes first, the chicken or the egg, the portal or the ley line? I don't know. Are they designed by God and taken over by demons? I don't know. All I know, it's a thing. Because I dreamt about it. The Lord spoke to me about it. So wouldn't it be interesting If God was to put you or I on a ley line, that would accelerate everything. Who who think that's a good thing, right? Let's have a look at this. Isaiah 35, verses four to 10. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong and do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. (laughs) For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and a road. And it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing with everlasting joy in their heads." They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. So let's go back to the part highway of holiness. So that's a ley line. Who's finding this interesting? Because I remember I I had the dream and I did nothing about it for 18 months. People go, I want to experience the supernatural. What if you're not smart enough? God gives you something to change the world and you're like, thanks, and do nothing with it. I did nothing with it because God was communicating way above my pay grade. But then what happens, God is gracious and patient. I was having uh, a a coffee with someone at Chianti's on Hutt Street. And I told him about my dream and then I went into a full on vision. And the Lord showed me, He said, you're gonna call North Terrace the highway of holiness because it is a high. So you see here, you've got miracles, nothing unclean, right? And it's like, what the heck? So then what happens now? Look, I know there's some churches, a great Catholic church down the road just near the Maiden Magpie. And then you've got um, got, uh, Holy Trinity Uniting, great church, great, brilliant. But I felt the Lord say, "There needs to be a new church established on the highway of holiness, so we can actually take advantage of this phenomena. Okay, this is why he. You get, I look, I, I, I look. I think it's really great to get people in really dead churches who are spiritual, and they say, "God's put me here to change the church." I've never seen it happen. Make sure that somewhere there's somewhere there's life and align with it because things will flow into your life quicker. The amount of times I hear when people come here, they join or they do illuminate and their dream life goes bananas and their the whole anointing, it just, it just because it, it's, it's it's almost like a portal or a ley line in and of itself. This is just intel, just wisdom. Why do I sit in the pocket? Why I'm not Mr. Superstriver? Because I know I'm sitting in an open heaven and striving and mania don't actually accelerate anything when you're in open heaven, believing and obedience does. So you don't have to be like, save the world like this. It's like you can't, you'll burn out in five minutes, right? For those intercessors where God comes upon you and you start going to travailing. How long can you do that for when the, the motion of a heavenly dimension comes into a mortal clay vessel? you be you, you, I need to sleep now. Sort of like, all of a sudden the Spirit of God comes upon you, you feel His pain, you feel some of the things He feels about the loss, et cetera, and like start going, and you're just out of your mind and then it just lifts. I think I'm gonna go to bed now. So <clears throat> so this is really, really important. And so what we have is that you have a look at that and that is metron, jurisdiction. So so, so I remember going to Jenny Hagger and telling her this and going, she goes, you've got to get up and tell it at Revival SA. This Highway of Holiness, North Terrace, you got to, I'm like, yeah. So I'll get up there, I'll tell the dream, tell the vision, yeah. And we're going we're gonna to pray for a church to be, a new church to be established. Yeah, like this, everyone's praying like this. So always be careful when God shows you something that someone else should do. Because you're usually praying for you. And so the supernatural circumstances around us getting this. See, if this, is, this is what's so called, cool. God shows you something. God's shown me this should be happening in the church. The Lord's going, I'm recruiting you, son. This is what needs to be done because God's anointed me to be a critic. So, <laughs> so, so what that means, this is what's really interesting. God's shown us something, it's us now, right? But it's intel, it's intel, shown us something. But if we don't take territory, now obviously we have in government, obviously, and are. Because, you know, when you understand spiritual intel, there's nothing the enemy can do. Because you're going before the throne. You know, when you understand the courts of heaven or understand what it is to take authority, there's nothing the enemy can do. I mean, this is so cool. Not by my, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And then in the natural, you just walk it out. This is wisdom. This is how we take territory. Get the generic right, but the prophetic, the wisdom, the sons of God led by the Spirit of God. So, what we got here? If we don't take dominion and see God manifest this whole thing that involves government, education, knowledge, history, reality. If we don't. Goes right up to the hills where John, uh, 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 Thomas Playford was, the longest serving premier. All the way down, you've got Don Dunstan just lived down the road. You've got his ex-wife there, Adele Coe. You can't make this stuff up. We're living on a flipping Monopoly board. <laughs> We've got to be aware of this. I thought, yeah, it's cool, you know, coincidence. It's not like that at all. And so if we don't, that power source will still be established, but it'll be perverted. See, God's brought us by the brook. Are we gonna get it filled with fishes or or, or piranhas? And you know, if we don't do something about it. So what you have for every original design is a mutation and a dark counterfeit. And this is what God's saying, because if we don't, we will see government destroy the church, and the state, we will. We're going to not call Christmas Christmas anymore. It seems so, so uh, piecemeal, or, or what? You know what? If they could get, if there was no pushback, nothing is static. We're either taking territory, or ter- territory's been taken from us. This, this applies to anyone watching this in anywhere they're living? So what happens if we don't understand this phenomena, this highway of holiness, then it gets taken over by darkness. Let me just tell you something, friends, As a fact of life where God pours out His Spirit in revival. If there's not government and reformation to sustain it put in place, every place goes dark. The demons come who have no power source and they start parasitically hotspotting off of the open heavens. It doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? It just does. You look at places where revival hasn't been stewarded, the churches go flatline. And I'm not saying don't have revival. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. We, you know, let's get started somewhere, somewhere, somehow, sometime. But if we don't take advantage, God's intel, we get overcome. So what happens? We're talking about ley lines, song lines, dragon lines, highway of holiness, do you think the Bible has anything to say about this? What about chapter 34 of the same book? The previous chapter, let's put that up. But the pelican and the porcupine shall possess it. Random storm boy. Okay, also <laughs> the owl and the raven who shall dwell in it and he shall stretch over it the line of confusion and the stones of emptiness. Did you know that when where self-seeking exists and confusion in every demonic thing is there? What's the problem with confusion? Well, confusion's powerful. Did you know confusion is one of the major ways that God defeats the enemy? It's huge. It's huge. It's better than smiting. But, but confusion. What happens when you have confusion All the purposes get confused and it manifests emptiness. We're living stones or stones of emptiness. Take your pick. And this is what God is calling us to govern as a church. Before I go into some details and we finish the meeting, is that I want to encourage everyone as we go into this holiday break. You first got to allow God to take territory in you. If there's that thing you're procrastinating, deal with it. Now, if there's that issue that you know is a little fox is spoiling the vine, let God take that off of you, all right? Now, you can't take territory physically in the matter realm unless God has taken territory in you in the quantum realm. And so I want us to have this mind because if we're not taking territory... We're, we're, we're having territory taken on us. The amount of dreams that we've had uh, uh, from, we've got so much intel, it's crazy. But what's so cool about this is because God's shown us this and we're on it, we get to change it. I'm telling you now, what we do, the results we get in the, in the town square are historic and supernatural. I'm telling you now. So a lot more I know I can't divulge publicly but it's God, it's not us. It's not us. It's for Jesus. It's for His kingdom and His glory. It's not Field of Dreams, Empire Building Incorporated. Okay? I don't wanna, I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna lose my reward. And, and, and it's called vainglory. Okay? So you have lines of confusion and stones of emptiness. So what's really cool, you go, so what is on North Terrace? Government house. Governance. Right? And Parliament, obviously, the, you know, same, same difference. One's a little bit more about statesmanship. One has politicians. I wish there were more politicians who were statesmanlike. It is a bit of a rabble fence sitting, populist, career politicians Have you only come up through the, uh, the union movement or, or legal firms. And every decision they make, even if it's the right one, is, 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 it goes through a filter of how will this affect my career. That's got to change. it has got to change. So you've got the museum. The museum ta- tells us about history, zoology, biology. We are meant to be taking territory in these areas, timelines, history. So much, we're on the verge of a historic level revisionism you look at the way history is taught and you look at the data points that are presented the official narrative doesn't hold up it just does not and so that's an area the library knowledge you know I'll tell you what right now it's (laughs) God wants us to take territory in that way Uh, um, Freemasonry the headquarters they're about to build a big invisible building. Okay? You've got an organized society sitting in the mountaintops of mutated mysticism. And rather than being open and transparent, there's all sorts of things that we have no idea about. If you have a look at the word occult, it means to be hidden. But the church has to take that ground. One of the things is this, is with territory taking, you cannot be asleep, you cannot be phlegmatic, you cannot be laid back. You actually, it says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. We have to be so laid up, lay, laying a hold of the Lord, so He lays a hold of us. You, when the very same passage of Scripture said, the government will be on His shoulders, says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this, the zeal of God, you know? And then you've got uh, uh, you've got the Botanic Gardens, you've got, you've got you know, creation, nature, you know uh, uh, um, we've got so many different things. God is calling us to take this in the spirit. but I'll tell you what right now is it either we're going to learn through God awakening us through our obedience or crises who wants to be awakened by the Lord? Okay who wants crises? Who's not sure? I don't know. <laughs> so so this, is, this is like, you know, my delivery today has actually been at odds with what I've actually said. I've been absolutely, completely chilled out. So I'm like, Man, he's relaxed tonight. I don't know why. But I like it. Um, <laughs> you know, is it this coming season? We have to have to make up our mind. You can, be, you can make some really, really poor decisions and be a comeback kid, okay? Jacob, Peter, others, right? Be a comeback kid, Jonah. Comeback kid. But if you're double-minded, your life will not amount to anything. Sorry. And, and, and if we just wanna be moderate and don't wanna make waves, blah, 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 none. Nah. That's cannon fodder right there, and this is why this season, like never before, God is calling us. You go, why so many things happening? You know that we're aware of. Look, look at awareness. I think something really, really tragic happened. Obviously, the police commissioner's son. Terrible, terrible. Outpouring of grief. Terrible. To imagine to have that. But what happens, that's happening everywhere all the time. And it's the conscious awareness that actually brings people's response. So you can have something awful happening in the house next to you, not you are actually aware of it. And, and you're like, until you're aware of it. And this is why we need our eyes open. This is what Paul prayed. He, Paul, uh, Paul prayed that we would know the, the exceeding greatness of the power that works in us. Those who believe, that we would know the hope of us, uh, calling the exceeding riches, he reaches in the glory that for the saints that is our present tense inheritance, and this is what he has to do. And so, I believe coming into the next season, we have to take territory like never before, and that means this: stop looking for comfort, look for peace. Peace is in the obedience. Peace is in the yielding. Right? Peace isn't in the in the chilling out or the comfort. You you you, 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 you just it just is not there because there's so much happening so quickly. We're, we're, we're going through a very, very historic period. Can we put the pads on, please? Amen. Get up, get your communion out. Daryl singing about songs overcoming and advancing and high energy. And I come in a message about taking territory, overcoming governance and war. And I sound like, easy listening, 5AD. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. It happens how it happens. (laughs) 5AD, easy listening. (laughs) AM radio. Does anyone here still listen to the radio? Yep, yep. Wow, praise God. Okay. Lord, I just thank You for 2023. We thank You, Lord. We don't know if You honour Gregorian timelines. But Lord, I know that You understand our ways and I thank You for the season that we're coming into. I thank You we've been manifesting this for a while, but I just thank You when we articulate Your prophetic plans. I thank You, Lord God, for Your call in our life to continually advance and overcome and govern. I thank You that we are already a royal priesthood. Lord, right now, I thank You over this assembly, whether they're here tonight or at home or in Munta or elsewhere. Lord, I just pray in the Name of Jesus that eyes are opened Eyes are open to see the chariots of fire. Eyes are open to see resurrection power. Eyes are open to see the zeal of the Lord. Eyes are open for soul winning. Eyes are open to take every mountain. We thank You, Lord, that if we don't, there will be thorns in our side. And I just thank You in Jesus' Name, You've chosen this generation to be a bridge between generations to see the glory of God manifest on the earth. We thank You. We thank You for collective consciousness in the glory, collective consciousness in the finished work of the cross, collective consciousness in the power of what it is to be in Christ. Thank You, Lord, for tonight. Thank You for this holiday period. We thank You for people to connect with You, to be energised and hit the ground running. We thank You, Lord God, that all acceleration is all acceleration. And we thank You, Lord God, that You will overtake us in the realms of glory in the things of the goodness of the Lord. Bless this communion to our body in Jesus' Name, Amen. Thing we're gonna do now there's a reason why when they went into the promised land is that Judah went first Judah means praise and what I want us to do now is an act of faith in a minute remember it's a time constraint in a minute I'm gonna get you to stand up and I want you with a level of vigour to start to prophesy into your own 2024. I literally want you to send your praise ahead of you and not just praise to Jesus, praise you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. But start thanking God for changing your physical state. Start thanking God for changing your finances, for seeing open heavens, for seeing reconciliation, to seeing outpouring statewide. But I want you, what we're gonna do now is I want us to do that by faith. Can we stand please? <clears throat> okay, just for one second. Can you guys just do this? Just do this. There we go. Shake off the rigor mortis. <laughs> stretch. I've got this cat, every time he gets up, he's, he's gotta stretch, but he does it on my leg. <laughs> exactly. Don't I get it. No matter how many times I tell him, all right, unbelievable, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. We just thank you. I right, just close your eyes. I want you to see that you're that you're taking this, the realm of now and you're speaking it into this season. I want you to send it, and I want you to give it some thought. It says, "Praise the Lord." Sing praises with understanding, but I want you to do it believing. I want you to speak the things that you have been standing on I now want you to speak out out of the now over your situation so you lay a hold of it I want, whether you raise your hands or whatever but I want you guys to raise your voices come on raise your voices it could be deliverance it could be for your family it could be for finance not in tongues I want you to speak English prophetically into out of the now realm into the time space world you are sending it in front of you start to speak prophesy over your life holy. We're going to do this for about two minutes. Come on. Two minutes. Holy. Keep going, hallelujah. Do it believing, do it believing, Holy Ghost. What's in your heart? Speak it out, what's in your heart? Speak it out. One more minute, keep going, one more minute. Keep going, keep going. Don't land the plane yet. Holy Ghost. It's actually an open heaven, things are moving. Things are moving, I can feel that. It's happening for me. Woo. Now we're going to finish up. I want you to thank the Lord for what you've just decreed. I want you to thank Him that you have it. I want you to thank Him that you have it. You can't thank and frown at the same time. Don't thank and frown at the same time. (laughs) It's like, thank you. (laughs) That's it. Holy. Praise Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Holy. 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 Praise God! Such an atmosphere changer. Spirit of faith. Praise God! All right, guys. Well, we have got Sunday, but um, yeah, we got a going to gonna be got a huge season, huge season coming up. So I'm like every day massive, but but in the glory massive, not striving massive. I'm going to pray for you guys to dismiss the meeting. And I just want you to I just lay a hold of the invisible realm of the Spirit. You're already there. You're already seated in heavenly places. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. I don't know why I sound like an AM radio announcer tonight, but it just, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay, Lord, I just thank You right now. Thank You right now. Everything we do, we do in the mighty Name of Jesus. We thank You, Lord. You have united heaven and earth. We thank You, Your fullness is in Your body. We thank You for the fullness of Christ in the body of Christ. We thank You that heaven and earth have been reconciled. Therefore, with this in mind, Lord, You've removed the enmity through the cross, through the blood of the cross. We thank You with this in mind, there is such a spirit of excitement, of opportunity, of overcoming, of victory, of triumph, We thank You over everyone here. We thank You that we carry this Spirit, Lord God. And I thank You, victory and triumph and the glory and oneness are infused with Your joy with your joy, with your joy. And I just thank you. You've ta- you haven't you have just taken our sins and thrown them as far as the east is from the west, Lord. Lord, you've removed them. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, because of your blood and you are faithful high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. We just thank you right now for open eyes and we thank you for continue rolling habitation, visitation, reformation, Lord, everything that brings transformation, all the above. We just bless everyone here. And we just thank you for this summer period. In Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord.